Here with Quincy Roche at the House of Athlete Combine uh, Thursday. Guys are doing some lifting. Mm-hmm. You gonna do any lifting today? No, sir. Um, you know I'm gonna do all my work at the pro. Uh, by the pro day. Okay. I almost said combine, but I'm gonna do all my work at the pro day. At the Miami, and that's the 29th, right? 29th. Yeah. But you've been working out here for a bit. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about it. When did you st- when did you start getting involved um, here? I got here about two weeks after the season. Um, took about a week off. Um, spent some time with the family. Um, decompressed a little bit. Um, I came out here for two weeks. I went down to Atlanta and trained with Chuck Smith for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Went to the Senior Bowl, and then right after I came back here, and I've been here ever since. You had a really good week at the Senior Bowl. It feels like everybody was talking about you and the improvements that you made and just getting ready to, to, to make that jump. What's what's the last few months been like since the end of the season for you? Um, honestly, it's just been a grind. Um, you know, uh, I've been doing a lot of position work, a lot of speed work, a lot of uh, work strengthening my body, um, corrective exercises, you know, just trying to get my body right um, and just trying to get better. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like I made a lot of a big stride since the season, um, and I just can't wait to showcase that. Yeah. I was just talking with uh, Amari Rogers, uh, who played receiver at Clemson, of course, one of, your, one of your rivals, and he was telling me how he came here, he couldn't bench more than 20 reps, and he's up, he got 24 today, which was a career high. Mm-hmm. When you look at your numbers, you know, what you've been able to do so far, what are you hoping, where are you hoping to make the biggest jumps? Um, you know, my biggest jumps uh, I'm hoping to make, uh, hopefully in my 40 time, <laughs> you know, as everybody probably probably would say the same thing, but I'm hoping mm-hmm. to make my biggest jump in the 40 time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely improved in my strength, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and just my body movement patterns, you know, mm-hmm. in, in general. But, you know, I, I'm excited to see uh, what my test, what the future holds. Yeah. How'd you do uh, in the 40 before, and what are you targeting, like, as a, as a time in your mind? Um, you know, I, we'll wait and see on pro day. <laughs> yeah. Um, what will we get but um you know i have made some improvements in my time um since i've been here um across the board you know um my weight my 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 size my body fat percentage my my bench test the 40 the broad jump the vertical um so i like i say i you know i still got time i'm still working and i can't wait to see what um what 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 i get on pro day yeah this is obviously such a weird time because you guys grow up dreaming of going to indianapolis participating in it Is it weird at all for you to be doing it in a different location, or are you fine? Have you kind of adjusted mentally to the, you know? Um, you know, this whole year has been weird. This is still part of the COVID year. Um, yeah. You know, of course, I, I would have loved to go to Indianapolis um, and have that whole experience. Uh, I would love to walk across the stage on draft day and have that experience. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Um, I'm here, um, you know, and, and everybody's going through the same thing. So, you know, it's just kind of take... Take it, take take your punches and roll with them, um, and just you know, I just have fun with it every day. When you look back at, at coming to Miami, what was the best part of the experience coming here for your, for your last year of college ball? Um, the best part of the experience was just getting a different experience, um, mm-hmm. getting a different style of coaching, um, being around a new group of guys, um, learning how to uh, uh, um, to adapt to a new situation, a new environment. Um, and I thought Miami was a good place to do that at. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I learned a lot, definitely a learning experience, and I wouldn't have traded this, traded this experience for nothing. Yeah, you talked, I remember when we first talked to you, you talked about wanting to improve as a, uh, as a run defender, but that was your main focus. How do you feel you did? Um, I did good. No, we talked before the senior bowl. Well, before the season. Remember when, oh, when yeah, you first yeah, got yeah. to Miami? Right, right, right. Like, well, I feel like I did good. I yeah. feel like I did good. I, I made some strides. You know, obviously it was a different scheme. Um, I had different responsibilities in the run game, different games. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I feel like I did good, um, and I really showcased that at the Senior Bowl. How 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 much I improved in the run game. Um, just little things, um, little things like pad level, hand placement, um, getting off the ball, um, not stopping your feet on contact. You know, mm-hmm. those small little things. Um, my base not being too narrow or not being too wide. Just those little small things. Um, yeah. You know, I made some big strides in the run game, and even since the senior bowl, I've I've made some big strides. Yeah. Hey, talk about those two weeks with with Coach Smith. I mean, obviously he's one of the best in in the business. What, what was that like? What did you specifically focus on when you were working with him? Yeah, um, so when I was with Chuck, I was working more, you know, straight pass rush. Um, we do some run game stuff, but it was straight pass rush. Um, but in the run game, I work, I've i been working with uh, legendary coach uh, Pete Jenkins, mm-hmm. um, and he's actually the trainer here. Okay. Um, and we, we do a lot of, uh, we do a lot, a lot, a lot of run, run uh, game stuff, um, run technique stuff. Um, you know, he's one of the best in the business as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, two different philosophies, but two very good coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know. Between those two, you know, I, I I get a lot and I've learned a lot. Um, but I get a lot of good work in with those guys, and it's, it definitely has showed in my game. I find it fascinating that there's three guys from Miami that are all going to get drafted to play defensive end. Yeah. I, I don't know how often that's happened in NFL history, but I, I guess from your perspective, how proud are you of that? You know, the fact that, you know, there's three of you dudes who, who basically do the same thing, hunt quarterbacks for a living, that, you know, you're all going to get an opportunity to play in the NFL. Um, it's a it's a blessing. Um, it's a blessing to have to have guys um, that you know. We we built such a tight knit relationship um, over that time, you know, um, and, and not not only through just us being competitors, but you know us playing on the same team, you know, just sweat equity. Like we built such a good relationship. Um, so you know, I, I'm like extremely proud of those guys. They're extremely proud of me, um, mm-hmm. and this, it's it's unique. Yeah. Like like you said, not not often do you get to see three guys from the same school mm-hmm. go through this process. So you know, mm-hmm. it helps that I got the guys to go through it with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, hopefully we'll take this competition onto the league um, yeah. and see who <laughs> see who has the best rookie season. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Greg because you obviously didn't get a chance to play with him. Um, but I wonder how much he still was in contact with you guys, you know, during the season, giving you advice, talking. What, what, what was that like? Give me a picture. One thing about Greg, um, so when I first came to my, Miami, he was one of the first people that, you know, welcomed me with open, ar- with open arms. Um, and, you know, we kind of built a relationship. We went through the winter together. We went through the spring together. We went through the summer together. Then he opted out, um, you know. So we built quite a relationship. Um, and during the season, you know, after every game, during the games, after before the games, he'd be texting us. Um, you could tell it was quite, like, emotional for him not being able to be on the field. So he's definitely a guy that loves football, that loves to be around football, loves to play it. So, um, you know, I'm sure next year he, he'll be a little bit antsy to get on the field. Mm-hmm. And, and Jalen, uh, you guys did end up obviously right, right, teaming right. up and, yeah. and becoming the best to me, the best pass rushing combo in the we country. We were. We were. <laughs> I mean, it was no question. Uh, tell me just about that relationship with him. And did it get competitive? Was it friendly? What was What was it like? Well, it's always friendly, um, but it, it's competitive as well. Yeah. So, you know, we're in practice. You know, we're helping each other um, go over uh, what to look for, uh, what moves will work, um, mm-hmm. what do I see in your game, what do you see in my game. And we get into the game, and, of course, I'm trying to out-compete, outdo you, and you're trying to outdo me. So mm-hmm. it's definitely competitive, but it's the, that's I wouldn't rather have it any other way. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 it makes you better when you got a guy on the other side that, um, or a guy that you're, you're so close with, you know, mm-hmm. that is um, – on the same on the same talent level, um, and like it makes just many plays, um, same similar mentalities. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, it's definitely it's definitely fun, and I feel like we both better from this experience. Yeah. Um, when you first got back your grade from the NFL, what did you think? And we talking about this year or last year? Well, last year and then this year, kind of the two reactions to it. Um, Last year, um, you know, I wasn't satisfied. Um, you know, I, uh, obviously I felt like I, I, I probably should have been a little bit higher. Um, mm -hmm. And this year, the same as well. Um, but you know that those things are out of my control. Yeah. Um, only thing I can control is um, showing up every day, um, being the same person I, you know, I am every day, uh, you know, pro producing when my time, when my name is called. I'm just getting better every day, you know. So certain things are out of my control. Um, you know, I'm just happy and I'm blessed to be in a position where, you know, I, I'm, I'm worried. I have this problem to worry about yeah. where I'm going to go in the draft, you know. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, in my, in my high school, you know, where I'm from, you know, it, there's nobody that gets those opportunities like that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just blessed to be in this position. Yeah. Um, you know, I came so far and, you know, I'm just, I can't wait to see what the future holds. I wanted to ask you about that, where you started. You know, and you think about your life as a young man, you know, just beginning to play football. Tell me about that situation. Yeah, I mean, I don't tell this story enough, but um, you know, I, so I, I was the only player in my in my um, up until up until me up until when I was in high school. I'm the only player to go Division One in my high school, mm -hmm. uh, out of my high school period, like yeah. and even to this day. Right. Um, and, and 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 you know that's that's that comes with a, a huge responsibility. Um, you know, trying to do everything right. And, you know, that's a lot of guys back home that look up to me. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, and not only that, but. Um, I was a no-star prospect, right, <laughs> you know? right. I, so even to, even to come this far, um, you know, to be able to go to a Miami, like a Miami wasn't even considered looking at me coming out of high school, even to be able to go to a Miami, um, to be training around some of these guys who had so much success in high school and college, um, is a blessing for me, um, and so everything else is a plus, you know, I'm a competitor, I have a warrior mindset, of course, I want to be the best, but, you know, I, um, the, the humble me inside of me is just blessed to be here. Yeah, you talk about being a no-star recruit, not getting that attention because no nobody from your high school had ever been to college. What was that like to go through? I mean, you know, when you were just um, emotionally, mentally, you yeah, know, when, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and, and what schools really besides Temple offered you? What, so um, I'll start answering your last question first. Yeah. Um, you had Temple, Furman, uh, Monmouth, Appalachian State, and Toledo. Mm -hmm. um, Rutgers offered me um, on, on, on signing day, but for the most part, I had five solid offers, you know, Division mm -hmm. I AA and Division I A offers, mm -hmm. um, and Temple was the best fit for me. Um, your first question was, how was that um, for me emotionally and mentally? Yeah. Um, I didn't really feel any type of way about it because um, I kind of knew my situation. You know, at yeah. Temple, we're all, we all come from similar backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, we're all those under-recruited, um, underrated guys, you know, that come out and all of a sudden we come out of the woodworks. <laughs> but, you know, that's the style of guys that they recruit, you know, yeah. those blue-collar, gritty, chip-on-your-shoulder guys. Yeah. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll carry that chip with me for the rest of my career um, because um, I always feel like, uh, you know, I always fall um, behind the curve. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when, when, when everything hits the fan, you know, all my production, all, all my mentality, my work ethic, um, it always serves the purpose. So, you know, I just keep doing what I do, um, keep getting better, you know. Yeah. Let's, see, let's see where this thing goes. Yeah. Uh, when, when, were you the kind of kid who was sending your tapes out to everywhere, like hoping to get the Power 5 offer, or were you just like, hey, I know no, how that good was I am. Me. That was day. me. That was um, yeah. I still looked at my email. I got hundreds of emails. Um, yeah. I, used, I used to send my tape out. Um, I tried to get in contact with coaches. Um, that was my grind. Yeah. Um, who, you know, who are you and, reaching out to? Some people? Everybody. You know, Every I, I reached yes. out to I literally about 100 schools. You did? Um, emails yourself? Emails myself. 
it with my film myself. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. show you after the interview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still and you got guys in my high school today that reach out. Um, yeah, what do I say? What do I look? You know, and and that's my role, my responsibility, mm -hmm. um, and, and part of part of what I get back to the guys um, and, and, and my position and my similar position at my high school. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that was me, man, reaching out to schools. You know, um, you would look up, to you would look camps. them up on websites. Just like I look, I look up. I I, I just <laughs> I I I grill people for their coaches information um, yeah. and just find what I could and um, you know I get the email their phone number and I do the legwork myself um, so you know I, I'm, I'm um, it was definitely a grind um, it was definitely a grind but I honestly I wouldn't rather have had it any other way yeah. it um, made you know. who you are it's your personality exactly. yeah. yeah did you get knows like the people respond to you or they just like ignore the email out of probably the hundreds of something i sent i probably got like five responses wow um, and, and what would they say um you know uh we've seen your film you know uh I, I didn't we didn't realize that you know you got really good tape and you didn't realize how good you are and, mm -hmm. excuse me you yeah. know that, that whole rundown but and, and the schools would and those schools offered you or did they uh um Temple was one of the schools. Okay, um, Temple was one of the schools, but you know most of the schools, you know, uh, like the pits and the, uh, they we didn't know how how you would do at, uh, at some schools. Um, told me that I'd never be able to play in the ACC. Yeah, I'm not gonna say no names, but was uh, Miami one of them? No, no. Uh, okay. well, it was Pitt. But Pitt yeah. told me um, I'd never be able to play in the ACC at 205 pounds. Right, um, and that's what I was coming out of high school. Right, um, come find out I played against him this year. And, yeah. Uh, had a pretty good day. I had a pretty good day. <laughs> I'm sure you were motivated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Pitt, Wake Forest, Duke, um, yeah. all guys who told me uh, I'm not big enough to play Power Five. Um, and, you know, um, there's plenty of guys who say I'm not big enough to play in the league. Um, so, you know, I just keep striving. I look at it as motivation. Um, and uh, we'll see when, when that time comes for sure. It, it's funny how the world works. Manny Diaz leaves the temple for 17 days and he comes back with you and Coach Felix. I don't know if he if he doesn't take that job if you end up at Miami. I mean, have you thought about that at all? Were they talking um, to you before Manny got the job over there? Um, you know, so they weren't talking to me before Manny got over there. No, uh -huh. um, nobody was talking to me at Temple because I didn't even want to leave Temple at that time. Yeah. Um, you know, but when I got into the portal, um, I was just looking for what made sense. Mm -hmm. Um. What, what scheme would I fit best in? What coaching style would I fit best in? And who had the right supporting cast that would allow me to be the best? Um, and I really felt like Miami was the best fit. Um, and I felt like we had a very successful season there. Um, we won a lot of games. Um, you know, I, I played an excellent role there. Um, and so I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't change anything about my decision. Yeah. Do you think you would have ended up at Miami, though, had Manny not gotten a job at Temple? Do you think that would have been a possibility? If it was Manny, if it was... John Harbaugh, yeah. if it was anybody. I mean, you know, when I looked at it from a coaching style point of view, um, a scheme point of view, um, and, the, and the supporting cast around me, the Greg Rousseau's, the Nessa yeah. Jay Severa's, the, yeah. the, the uh, Jalen Phillips, yeah. the John Ford's, um, I knew it was the right fit. Yeah. Well, I know for you, but I'm wondering from them, from their perspective, do you think they would have, you know, had Manny not built that? Because he built that relationship with you at Temple, right? He, I'm sure he must have the day um, he got hired. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, you know, we weren't really that close because uh -huh. I didn't know him. Right, uh, right, right. We had a team meeting, and he said he was going to coach the bowl game, and I didn't see him again until I was in the portal. Right. So, you know, we didn't really build a relationship until I got into a, the portal, but I would, I would say more so that that was a connection that we had right off the bat. Uh, right off the bat, we were able to connect, yeah. um, and we had that in common. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, we just hit it off, and, you know, he's, he, he said all of the right things that, um, you know, 
I thought that we shared the same vision, on that. Yeah. I th- and I knew that we could have a successful team. Yeah, well, there's no doubt. And now he's calling plays again, which yeah. is, yeah. is going to be different and good yeah. for them, I think, in a lot of ways. Being a guy who played there for a year, and you saw the way the defense played, how do you? what kind of impact do you think Manny will make? Um, you know, he'll definitely make an uh, impact because, um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, knows how to demand uh, respect from the guys. Um, you know, has respect from a lot of the guys. Um, you know, he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> he's kind of a guy where, you know, he, he has a way to get guys to, 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 do, what he, to do what he asks them to do. Right. Um, so I definitely think even, even his, 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 uh, his football genius, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's a very smart coach. Um, so I definitely think that they'll benefit from having um, Diaz as, as a play caller. Not, not speaking ill of any of the guys. No, 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 absolutely but, not. I mean, but, I, but just, I'll, I'll even go as far as yeah. to say, um, you know, with Coach Baker, you know, yeah. Coach Baker catches a lot of he catches a lot of flack um, because of the North Carolina game. But mm-hmm. you know, in all honesty, like watching the game and breaking the game down, there were there was an MA or two on every play. Um, there was. About 10, 15 missed tackles. Yeah. Um, that's that's those are things that the coach has no control over. Right. At the end of the day, we were the guys out there on the field. Right. Um, we were the guys getting cut block on our one-on-one blocks. Yeah. We were the guys getting cut out of our gaps. Yeah. Um, we were the guys out of position, and we were the guys getting stiff on and, and, and ran through our tackles. Yeah. Um, not not Coach Baker. Right. So um, you know he catches a lot of flack for that game, but you know at the end of the day, we were the guys out there that, that were at, that were trying to execute the game plan. Yeah. In the end, though, you, you did say you feel like Coach Diaz will command maybe more respect. And I think maybe that just has to do with the fact that he's a guy who has done this for so much longer. He's the head coach. Do you, do you see it that way? Is that kind of what you mean? Like, Yeah, him being the head coach, um, yeah. there's nobody that's not going to listen to him. Right. Um, and so um, as long as, you know, he dials up the right things, he tells him to be in the right place, you know, they'll be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, and just looking at his track record, um, from what I've seen, he's never had a defense that wasn't successful. So right. um, I don't see this year being any different. Um, you know, everybody on the team's coming back except me, Jalen, Jose, and Brevin. Um, right. So they got the bulk of the guys there. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I can't wait to see them play next year. I'll be, I'll be, at, I'll be at the game when they're in the uh, conference championship. Yeah, I'm hoping so, man. They, they, they really need to take that step up. It feels yeah. like you know the pressure. Yeah. Um, what, what do you? I mean, as far as Dieric as a leader, I know he was a guy who would come and talk to the defensive guys. Why is he special? Um. Derek has he's he's different um and you don't you can see it off the field um mm-hmm. he is who he is on the field he is who he is off the field um you know I was his roommate so you know even him telling me uh okay so for example he told me yeah we're gonna leave at 8 15 in the morning right okay so we go to the facility together you say we're gonna leave at 8 15 at 8 12 he knocking on my door he got the key in the door yo like come on bro you ready to go like I'm like bro you said 8 15 like <laughs> <laughs> but that's just who he is. Yeah. Um, you know, that's 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 his um, that's his style. You know, that's who he is, and he's that person every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy that's organized. You know, he's the guy that's always um, on top of his business. So he does it right on and off the field. And so you know, guys like that, um, he's different, and which is why um, I'll even go a step further and say, you know, he'll have no problem coming back from his ACL because guys like that always has success um, like recovering from injuries yeah. it's just about discipline and staying on top of your business yeah I was talking to Mario Rogers who came back in five and a half months I mean with the modern science nowadays it feels like guys can come back from it a lot faster yeah um, you know it's not the end of the world at all yeah. um, you know it's all about your mentality if you feel like it's the end of the world then sure it'll be the end of the world but you know 
he has a warrior mentality, a fighter spirit. Um, and, you know, he, he's already walking around. You know, he's already trying to throw passes. Um, you know, I just seen him I just seen him two, th two, three nights ago. You know, he's already trying to throw passes and walking around. And he's making uh, – he's, he's surprising me, really. Really? With the strife? Yeah, I mean, I, Miami fans have their fingers crossed because they know, you know. Nah, they, 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 don't, <laughs> they don't have anything they don't to worry, worry about. Derek yeah. will be back. Yeah. I'm telling you, he'll be back. Give me, give me a good – off the field story you were roommates with him what did you guys do for fun what's what's kind of a good Derek cut and loose moment um so <laughs> we had this little basketball hope and um I still didn't play him one-on-one -on -one yet but okay. eventually I'll play one-on-one -on -one. okay but we had this little basketball um hoop in the room and so we play one-on-one -on -one in, in the living room mm -hmm. uh and, and you know you just kind of get to see his personality you know that was the first time I really got to see his personality because mm -hmm. uh you know I played against him at Houston but you know that's my quarterback so I'm right. barely competing against him in practice right. so you know he, he let loose um we were playing one-on-one -on -one. you know I, I'm, I'm still gonna play him though eventually yeah. you know hopefully <laughs> in my first all season uh He's going through this process next year. You know, I'll play him. Yeah. Is he, uh, is he a shooter or is he, uh, is he a guy who takes it to the yeah, hole? He's not taking me to the hole. You know, <laughs> he ain't got no choice but to shoot when he's going against me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the guys that you're leaving behind on the defensive end, they're all young guys. Jafari, um, he, you know, Chance, all those guys. Tell me a little bit about them and why maybe you got faith that they'll be all right. Um, you know, because, you know, uh, I feel like between the coaching, that they have um, up there, um, mm -hmm. you know, the example that we set last year, um, you know, they'll be highly motivated. Um, they'll be coached to be in the right positions. Um, and aside from that, those are talented guys. Um, mm -hmm. Chance, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. Jafari, you've seen what he can do in, in, in the short amount of time that he was on the field. You've seen what he can do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there's guys that can, you know, there's guys there that, um, that can do the job. Um, so it's just about them making sure that they take every every day serious leading up to the season, um, and it's excuse me, it's yeah. really on them to capitalize on this opportunity that they have. To me, you're the king of the moves. You got the best moves that I've seen. You know, swim move, different things that you do. Who's got the best moves now, man? Now that you're gone, Jafar. Jafar, mm -hmm. what does he do really well? Um, he has a good understanding. You know, he, he his get off is like. Mm -hmm. is, is super fast, like mm -hmm. super fast. He has good hands, and he just got that natural twitch. He has those natural instincts um, mm -hmm. to get around the edge, um, and, and you could you could see it last year. He just he was. I I I, I talked to him a lot of times because I see a lot of similarities. Um, you know, my freshman year um, at Temple, I was behind three, four guys who are all in the NFL now. Um, so I kind of knew I wasn't gonna get a lot of lot, a lot of PT. Um, but you know, on the field, I, I would make strides. You know, I would make plays and those little three, four plays I would get. And I see a lot of similarities in Jafar. You know, he'd only get five, 10, 12 plays, but in those five, 10, 12 plays, he might have a strip set. Um, so, you know, you see those flashes in those short amount of times. Um, so I'm optimistic about his future, for sure. Yeah, yeah he showed it in the bowl game. He had this, this side mm -hmm. strip fumble. And, and he like, had one against Pitt. Yeah. He had one against uh, Florida State, if I'm not mistaken. I know it was Pitt. He had three of them, right? Mm -hmm. I think he had three for the year, yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, and those were in 10, 12 plays. Um, right. So, you know, I can't imagine what he – of course, it's different being in the game for 50 plays. Yeah. I mean, that's the conversation what I just had with him a couple of weeks ago is that um, you got to prepare your body to be able to play 50 plays because mm -hmm. um, I, I know in your mind, because I've been there before, in your mind you feel like, you know, if I can make 
three plays and 12 plays. Imagine what I can do in 50 plays, but it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, in 50 plays, your body will be a lot more worn down. The guy will know you a lot better. Um, and so, you know, you got to kind of factor some of those things in. So, But I th I'm optimistic about his future for sure. What do you like about Chance's game? Everybody's excited about him because he was one of the top-rated kids. So for a young guy, he has some of the best instincts I've ever seen for a young guy. Mm -hmm. um, he's 250, 260 pounds. He's super physical um, and he gets it like off the field um, he gets that you got to stay in the training room he gets that you got to be in the film room that um, he gets that you got to be in the playbook um, from the time he walked in so just from a maturity level you can see that he doesn't have as much growth as some other people may have from a mental or maturity standpoint and Cam he obviously got a chance to play Right, some right. Too. So Cam, you know, he's been around some good football players. He got the opportunity to play with Greg, you mm -hmm. know, Garvin, uh, Trayvon Hill, me, Jalen. Mm -hmm. um, so he's seen so much. Um, you know, he's a guy that in one-on-ones, he'd always pull me and Jalen to the side. Like, hey, man, what what do I do here? Hey, man, why y'all do that? Hey, man, like, how you do he that? So, questions. That's good. You know, that's, like I said, um, they'll be fine from a defensive line standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm really optimistic about them. I, I fully expect them to go to the championship next year and do some big things. I should have started with this, but to ask you about yourself growing up, what was life like, you know, and, and now when you think about NFL dreams and that money, you know, the parallels, can you can you talk about that? Um, in terms of what? Could you... Uh, growing up, you know, just dreams that you had. Every kid dreams of being something, right? Definitely. When you were dreaming of being a football player and maybe the way you grew up at home, what did you envision? What did you hope for? You know? um, I always envisioned myself um, going to the draft. You know, okay. I never, I had never um, expected myself to. I really exceeded my expectations from when I had when I was younger mm -hmm. to be able to um, be at the top of the draft. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, you know, coming out of Temple, coming into Temple, you know, my my expectations weren't as high. I was just happy, man. Hopefully, one day I'll get a chance to be on a roster somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but since then, my mentality's changed. You know, I fully expect myself to uh, to be able to compete for a job, um, mm -hmm. and, and, and I, I, my goal my, my goal for myself is to be able to establish a role in the team. Mm -hmm. You know, learn from as many guys as I can, and hopefully make an impact where I, where I fit in. And um, how old are you now? I'm 23. 20. I just turned 23 February 10th. What'd you do? Have, have any fun? Do anything fun? Uh, I mean, I've been training, so I can't yeah. do but so much. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just chill with a couple guys. You know, mm -hmm. me. Um, Jade, uh, Dierre, um, a couple guys I trained with, parents for, you know, mm -hmm. just chill, you know. Yeah. Getting but ready I, for the big moment. Yeah, you know, I can't do but so much. So, yeah. You know, I'm training, I'm trying to stay focused, I'm trying to stay locked in, you know, this is my priority right now. Did you have a favorite player growing up, somebody you watch or admire, somebody you study on? So, at, from a pass rusher standpoint? Yeah, or so even even just a I used to want to be, you know, I used to want to be a skilled guy, so LT was always my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, Ed Reed and Ray Lewis was like the reasons that I would like, that I wanted to play defense. I always wanted to be a wide receiver. Uh -huh. um, and Ed Reed and, and Ray Lewis were like, you know, growing up in Baltimore, you know, watching them, that was my favorite team. Mm -hmm. um, so those were the two people that impacted like my mentality and my, you know, that, that grind and that grit the most. Mm -hmm. um, those are the people, two people I attribute that to. And, and what was it like meeting Ed? And, and how often did you get to pick his brain? I told him. <laughs> I told him. Uh, I was like, man, like you don't even know. Like, I, so he has. I I got a pair of cleats that uh, he had signed, mm -hmm. and I told him, like, bro, you don't even know. Like, I went to two. I went to one or two of your camps. Like, I got signed cleats from him. He like, man, like, yeah. 
I was like, yeah, man, I used to play around this time. I used to play right up there in Northwest. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that was many, many years ago. But mm-hmm. it was crazy because when he seen me, he knew who I was already. And I was yeah. like, man. like, So it was it was definitely a, um, I was definitely a little starstruck at yeah. first. But, you know, like, he's a good dude. Um, he's one of the most humble, down-to-earth guys you'll ever meet. Um, and, you know, you, you, you see people in the past, so you never get to see that side of them. Um, and so I was just glad that I got to see, I, I got to meet Ed Reed, the person. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm honored to be able to have that experience, for sure. What was the best piece of advice he gave you? Anything that sticks with you? Um, just uh, so being him at a, so one of my last days on campus, I actually just sat in his office and I just talked to him. Um, he kind of told me about this process, you know, and really he just told me, you know, you know, a lot of guys worry about, this is the one thing he stuck, that stuck to me, uh, is you know a lot of guys worry about oh I want to go first round oh I want to go second round. Um, he said when he was when he was coming out um, he wasn't concerned about where he wanted to go in, in the draft um, because he knew that when he got to the league um, he wasn't one of those guys that was just okay with being drafted. He knew that he was going for a reason um, mm-hmm. and that he wanted to have an impact on the league. And I share that same mentality. Um, you know I'm not really concerned about where I fall, where I land, whether it be high or low. Um, you know when I get there though. Um, no, I, 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 I fully expect to prove myself. And did you get a chance to meet Ray in person? Was yeah, he yeah, by yeah, Miami? Yeah. So those guys um, are real involved in the community in Baltimore. So I've met him over the time, like plenty of times um, over the years. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, he's another guy that when you meet Ray Lewis, the person, um, mm-hmm. you'll be surprised, you know, because you see him so energetic in the past. But those are two guys who are down to earth real humble, personable guys in person. Um, and so, like I said, I'm honored to be able to meet them, the yeah. people yeah. outside of the past. You know, it's truly an honor. Yeah. Quincy, man, you're giving me half an hour. I really appreciate all the time, man. Anything you want to say to Kings fans? Um, You know, hang in there with us. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure they'll be in the championship this year because I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there on the sideline. You're going to be there watching. Yeah. Yep. All right, bro. Real Y'all know y'all come down that way.